Hello, 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 savvy mom, savvy saver, savvy money makers. How you doing? How you doing? This is Elkie, CEO and founder of Savvy Moms Unite Career Prosperity Catalyst. I'm coming to you to talk about money management and manifestation. Do they go together? How can they go together? And what would you have to do to make it work? So if you're someone who has watched The Secret, you've read books on law of attraction, you follow people who talk about the law of attraction, um, you will hear the word manifest a lot. Manifest meaning you make something happen in your life. You, you think it, you you create it, you cause a certain action to happen that you believe to happen. Like you thought about it in the in the in the past and it's come out in the future. Okay? So the past meaning you thought about it two seconds ago and it appears in front of you. Or you had the thought ten weeks ago and you know it happens. Um whatever you thought, whatever you believe to have happened, right? That's manifesting. And if you listen to the law of attraction Anything about the law of attraction, or you've done the reading, or you've watched anything about it, it it's it is that you attract like attracts like. You attract what you believe, you attract what you think, you attract what you speak. So if you know that you're you're a magnetic force and you attract whatever, then your goal is to put good out there so you attract good. You don't want to put negative things out there. Or speak about things negatively. You don't want to push yourself into a negative space. You're always wanting to think on the positive. Even though negative things may happen, your goal is to have more positive than negative, right? Your output should be more positive if that's how we believe it. But it can be confusing when you're first learning to manifest and you're learning the law of attraction, you're trying to understand that concept. It could really be confusing when you put the concept of money into the equation because we are taught about money in a very different way. And we have a very different understanding of money that not only, not always translate when we start to study the law of attraction. We have very concrete ideas about money. We, we grow up with very concrete ideas, meaning one plus one is two. You have one item of something, you have another item of, this, of something, and it equals now two items, right? Um, so we think about it very logically, very, it's very, you know, it's addition, subtraction, and multiplication. We don't think of it beyond that when it comes to money. I have a certain amount in my bank account, and if I use... X amount of dollars, that's subtracted from what I have in my bank account. That's how we understand money. There's an addition and a subtraction uh, um, process. So when I first got involved in the financial counseling world and I was first introduced into financial counseling myself, um, I was very concrete. I was like all about the numbers have to make sense. If the numbers don't make sense. I can't see how budgeting works for me. I have to 
I have to utilize the concept of I have X amount of dollars in my account, whether that's $500, $10,000, but I have that in my account. These are my bills monthly, and this is what I got to pay for. And the numbers got to work, and I have to account for every dollar, right? Okay. That's how I understood budgeting. That's how I understood money. It, very simple, concrete ideas. It's got to make sense. But as I grew in my understanding and study of the law of attraction and money attraction and money and wealth building and manifestation, I started to see I was having a struggle with connecting my concrete beliefs and ideas with this very out of there, out of this world way of thinking that I have to believe, even though I have zero dollars in my account, I, I can manifest $10,000. Making that jump doesn't seem very logical or easy because once again, my understanding of money and money management, I go by what's in my account. So how in the world are you gonna tell me I'm gonna manifest $10,000 out of the thin air and sky, right? And so slowly I started to kind of trick myself into believing this is going to work, right? I'm like, what would be the harm if I just went with this concept of I can manifest money, I can meet my needs financially, there's nothing really stopping me from getting the money that I need for what I need, right? I'm, I can make these things happen. There's no way that I, that I cannot. Like I started really pushing my thinking and I started to see I was able to attract the money I wanted. I was able to get exactly what I asked for. I because I started to think a very different way, more positive, more positive about my money. I didn't see the zero anymore as a bad thing. I saw it as, oh, I'm just waiting for more to come into my account, right? But it took time. It didn't mean I blew my money. Now, that's what we have to remember, because I think we get stuck on, well, you're going to blow your money because you're going to manifest, right? Because that's the that's the logical jump. Well, if I'm going to manifest all this money, I could just blow it on whatever. And money's just going to keep popping up because that's what I'm being told to do. Well, here's where I caution you. If you think about the law of attraction the way it's understood, if you become wasteful with your money and you're blowing it on things that don't make sense, you're not accounting for the things you need to pay for, you're not thinking about your needs being met, what do you then think happens? Well, then now you're stuck and you can't get to the level you want to get where you're you're manifesting more because you're not dealing and being grateful for what you currently have. You're not, you're not a steward of your money. Steward meaning you, you use it for the right things. You give your 10% like you should. You give it away. You don't worry about it. The 10% that you give is something you don't even question. You just give it, right? And you give it freely with, un- with, with a detachment to it. Because I think when we're detached, when we give that money is when we see issues, right? And then you take care of your home. Because like I said, you're not blowing your money and saying, well, I'm going to manifest $10,000, but your rent can't get paid, right? You got to make sure your home's taken care of. So you take care of your living expenses first, right? You make sure those things are taken care of along with whatever you're giving away. And then 
you look at ways to accumulate and build upon what you currently have. You're like, all right, well, I know I have X amount of dollars in my account. What are some other ways I can bring money into my life? Do I need to take on some other money-making opportunities? The building of multiple streams of income. These are all money management principles. They're no different from what a financial counselor would tell you. If if I meet with someone and I see their money isn't enough to cover all their living expenses, all the things they want to do, meet some financial goals, even if if when we cut and trim the fat, I'll say to them, you need another source. And you always need another source. Dealing with one source is enough. I always would tell a client that. Meaning your money management, you could do as much as you can with it, but you still need another way to have money flowing in because that money flow has to be constant. You got to know that it's always circling. It's always coming in. It's always coming in. As money goes out, money is coming in. As money goes out, money is coming in. So that's why a fixed income is very hard to live off of. And many people do have to do it for various reasons. But investing in opportunities, whether that's a business, the stock market, real estate, savings accounts, investment in other opportunities that allow you to create those multiple sources leaves you in a far different situation than if you just kept using your money and not accounting for it. And then you get to a point where the well is dry and there's no flowing. There's no money flowing through. You're not, you don't have opportunities. The door's opening for you. You don't give of your money because you're afraid it's going to stop. That's how you bridge the gap. Money management goes hand in hand with manifest, manifesting. If you are listening to someone who's telling you, just blow your money and don't worry about it. You got to think, well, if I want money to be good to me, I got to treat it right, right? I got to make sure that I have a very good relationship with it. So I don't become wasteful. I become thoughtful. I don't become stingy. I'm giving, right? I'm giving of it because if I believe whatever I put out, I get back. If I give, I should get back, right? So it, 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 is, it is a concept that it, it is very hard to bridge the gap. It is very hard to teach because many a time clients would say to me, but Elkin said, Elkie, how do I get to this level where money is no longer an issue? How do I get to this level where I'm comfortable in my financial situation? How do I get to a level where I'm not concerned with the flow of money anymore. And I have to tell them, well, get your money management process down to a point where you know at least the needs are taken care of. That's that's really what you're worried about. Because a lot of the times we can't see the way out of our situation because our needs are not being fulfilled. And if you understand, you know, Maslow's law, you understand that the need the need uh, um section in the in the pyramid has to be fulfilled for you to feel fulfilled, our needs, and then our desires. And so 
You got to fulfill a desire too. So I tell people who have to be on tight budgets because they need to invest money in other things or pay off some debt. I say, even in the midst of you doing that, say once a month, you're going to treat yourself to something. You're not going to worry about what what amount you spend on it. You're just going to treat yourself because here's why. When you have that motivation there, you stick to your goals. So every month I try to find something that I'm going to treat myself to. I don't worry about what I spend. I just say, okay, well, maybe it's $25 a month um, or every paycheck that I just take and do whatever I want to act like I have all the money in the world and I just go and spend it, right? But it's still $25 that I get to do whatever I want with or if it's $50 or whatever you decide, whatever works for you and where your money is. You say you take a certain amount every month and you say, I'm just going to do whatever and I'll spend until it's gone. And then what does that start to make you feel? A sense of freedom. You're detached. You're not fully tied to the concrete idea of, well, I have zero, so I can't spend. You've given yourself the freedom to spend a little bit, but with some boundaries, right? Because you got to create those boundaries, especially when, when we're in the midst of trying to build that wealth. Because even the wealthiest still have boundaries they set. They still have, they still have an account set up to monitor and make sure that as money is going out, more is coming in. So don't be tempted to think that or misunderstand when it comes to the law of attraction and manifesting. You still have to have some money management process in place. And that is if even if it's just like, I need to make sure my needs are met. I need to make sure my house is good before I spend. Then do that. And then worry about the rest later. Take care of the rest. Go, go spend time doing things fun and so you can still remain happy while you're doing what you need to do to build wealth over time so i hope this message finds you well i hope it sparked an interest in you learning deeper and getting more invested in your money management process and how you're splitting your money and how you're spending your money thoughtfully not wastefully Continue to follow me here on all platforms. You've heard this podcast. You can also join my Savvy Money Mindset group. And um, if you're a single mom, single mother, looking to change money in your life, because I've done it several times over and I continue to do it every day. Thank you again. Love you all. This is Elkie, CEO, founder of Savvy Moms, Unite Career Prosperity Catalyst. <laughs>